Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com This is, here's a crazy, st- I think I just need to follow on the sentence straight away, but sometimes I think I'm, you guys are going to say hello, but you never say never hello. Say hello. No. hello. this is, here's a crazy story, a podcast from the overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. Great. Do we have any corrections from last week's episode? You, you claim you remember. do. Yeah, I, I knew there was one, but I just can't remember what it was. I th- hopefully it will come to me during the episode and I'll just blurt it out, but... I can't. I can't remember. Sorry. So. No. Yeah. Nothing from you guys, anyway. No, I don't think so. No. We said it was a, 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 a episode with no corrections. Yeah, that's true. Apart from the the name of the teacher from Halls. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. the name was, was spelled the same. It spelled differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Cool. Um. All Easy right. Oh, God, I can't concentrate. So I'm thinking about what my correction probably was. I just mm. need to let it go. Let it go. Okay. Um. Should we? Do our titles, please. Yes. Um, I did think of one, but I didn't write it down, but it is. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Do you at least remember it? it? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the underground people of Paris. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were making that up. After the pause, after underground, I was like, oh, she's pulling this out of her arm. I, <laughs> no, I just can't remember. My I, I think anymore. I know what it is. Oh, for God's sake. Because you hesitate before you said people. Oh. There's something about these people that's not usual about people, oh. isn't there? Okay, what's um, your title? I hesitated before people because I didn't want to give too much away, so yeah. I thought I'll go with something general, like the word people. People, yeah. Anyway. What's uh, your title? Mine's called um, The Great Masked Walker. The masked, the as in you're wearing a mask. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, you know, I just couldn't tell between masked... Yeah, even I thought you great said mast walker, mast like, and what? I didn't Masked. even know what that meant. Yeah. Like no. the great mast walker. Yeah. Just, just What's the tone? Uh, lighthearted. Oh, you never know with. No, it and is, if it's, it's what I think it is, cheeky and lighthearted. It's a bit, anyway, um, yeah, I think mine's quite lighthearted. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. No, again, nobody dies. Oh, this is this might be quite an enjoyable episode for people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to hear about Robin's most at the moment. Well, so keep does, that, does that mean dessert. first or does that mean dessert? Yeah, first. I'm not one of those people. Oh, okay. no. Do you save the best until last? Who does that? Famously, yes. No. <laughs> I I try and sp- what I actually try and do is spread out the the bad, you know, like the vegetables in whatever you're eating, mm. but 
to make so spread them you out guys throughout are such the thing and then right <laughs> by the end have a bit left that isn't that has no vegetables in just so you can get the full we could enjoyment. do a sentence each okay could do <laughs> to smooth could, oh both the stories one out. day for a special thing we could do it where we each say one word of it you know like when you're like one that would be so day. hard that was <laughs> and then we tell a true story to listen to <laughs> yeah it would wouldn't it It'd be unbearable we'll do it for the patreon people yeah um, so I'll look at it now and it'll all you're gonna, be, so be cancelled. You're, you're going to punish the people who give us money? Yeah, I didn't really think that through, did I? <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, you go first. Okay, so, um, right. What what do you guys know about the Paris catacombs? They're there. There's loads of skulls in it. Yeah. So I didn't actually really write down about that. Cause it's <laughs> not actually about that, but it would have been good to have background information about the schools mm-hmm. what it was was they ran out of i know what it is it was they ran out of burial space in paris so they mm-hmm. dug all the people up mm-hmm. and put them down there um but i don't know any more details than that so do we need to is that not i, don't, I mean maybe the date when they dug up all the people would have mm-hmm. been good or like how many people it was like, i mean it's was like there a big millions fire? was there a plague just literally no space there just was no space i i don't know what i don't know what it was so that was stupid but Anyway, it's n- that's not important to the story. Okay. So, right. But do you know where the actual space of the catacombs comes from? Like, no. Who built? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have asked that in a less weird, weird way. way. <laughs> yeah. um, so. They asked us who built the catacombs. Yes, who built the catacombs? Um, is it the, the Recrucians? Is it the Knights Templar or someone mad no. like that? It was Rome, the Romans. The Romans. Basically. They built loads of like tunnels and quarries underground. Mm-hmm. So there's like, the, there's the catacombs that we know that people go around and see all the schools. And then there's like miles and miles of them that are just like sealed off that people can't go into. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just like, yeah, like loads of like mines and quarries underground, which is all over Paris. Interesting. Which is yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Oh, I actually wrote that down. I did that off the top of my head, hoping it was all right, and it and it was, which is good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so mo- the one thing that I didn't add is most of it was um, wh- the stone that they dug up. They built the city out of. Oh, that's pretty cool. Does make yeah. sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So today, people can take tours around a certain like restricted section, which is uh, Lake Catacomb. Which we are already familiar with, like catacomb. I think it has the. Has it got an E? It has an E S. We have a. Don't you speak French? It's plural, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jada says I'm right. It's just le catacombe. Yeah, sort of like. Catacombe. Yeah. Silly. So, oh, six million Parisians. Oh my god, I did write all this stuff down. Six million Parisians mm-hmm. um, were transferred from overcrowded cemeteries in the late 1700s. Oh, there we yes. go. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was being like slacker than usual. I was like, oh god, it's all it's not going mm. to plan, has it? Anyway, but since 1955, it's an offence to penetrate into or circulate within. Not a good enough reason to penetrate. it's a it's a a crime to penetrate into or circle so, around. Circular. Literally <laughs> any noun that comes after that is... <laughs> yeah, just... Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I guess the, the point is you could probably put some explosives under some buildings or, I don't know. Blow up some dead yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so, uh, so I don't think it's dangerous necessarily. It's just that spooky. It, bad people could use it for bad. Oh things, right, yeah, yeah. Essentially, and yes, extremely spooky. Highly, highly spooky. Um, and we and Abigail did request more spooky stories, but I that's did. Yeah. So. Okay. Can you guys very faintly hear the song Big Country by <laughs> Scottish band Big Country? Yes. Well, yeah. Could you guys to, hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to. I thought I maybe I was in Inception and that's the music they're using to get <laughs> me out. You out. Yeah. Big Country. Yeah, well, that was a boring dream. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. One day in Paris in 2004, police went down a drain mm-hmm. and into a tunnel. Um, it was next to the Trocadero, which embarrassing, I don't actually know what that is. I, I just hope to gloss Is over it. The three something, the three Deros. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We have a tr- we have this, yeah. Is it a theatre Trocadero? It's gonna be in it or a yeah. hotel. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, the officers came across um, a tarpaulin that said "building site" on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no access, it said, um, and they were like, "Fuck this! We can do whatever we want. We're police." So they went we past the, the tarp. Yeah. yeah. Past uh, the tarp. <laughs> Are you going to do this every everyone like you? Yes, they went, they went uh, past the tarp and then they discovered like a tunnel behind the tarp um, and it had a desk and a CCTV camera um, set to autom- automatically record images of anyone passing. Oh. Yeah. Is this what you were expecting from this story? So no, I just thought you were going to say there were schools down there yeah, and that, that was, was it. <laughs> when, you, when I said people and then you were like, ooh, people, oh. and I was like, yeah. Um, I'm glad this is a story you haven't heard because of the, I tried it, really hard. And it would have been really <laughs> short of being like, there's some schools down there. Yeah, like, that would have been it. Can you imagine if that, I was like, I didn't write any of it down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the me. Yeah, so the mechanism also triggered a tape of dogs barking. So, like, oh. you know, you go down there, you'd go past the tarp, you'd keep going, there'd be a CCTV camera looking at you, and then you'd hear this, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, DMX God. was there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah, and so the police said it was obviously clearly designed to frighten people off, which makes sense. Um, further along, it opened into a 400-square-meter cave uh, which was 18 meters underground, which isn't really that deep, mm-hmm. in all fairness. Um, but it was designed like an underground amphitheater with terraces cut into the rock um, and some chairs in there as well. So, um, yeah, there was a full-size cinema screen with projection equi- equipment and tapes of a wide variety of films, um, including like 50s, old-school 50s, like film noir classics and current well, current for the time, thrillers. Yeah. Uh, none of the films were banned or offensive or anything weird. Yeah, it's nothing they were movies. just films, yeah. like normal <laughs> films. Uh, so yeah, it was a secret cinema. Basically. What year was this that the police went 2004, down? Two thousand and four. Okay, cool. Down there. Yeah. So like fifteen years ago. What was out? Thrillers. It's gonna be like. I know what you did last film. summer. If it's no, specifically no. thrillers, I don't know, but it'd be hilarious if they were just down there watching The Ring. Yeah, mm. it w- you love the ring. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, they're it's watching like... white chicks. <laughs> <laughs> is that two thousand? I bet that is. I, don't, I think that's probably after that. Do you reckon? Frustratingly, I think it's like thought they were doing an American Pie, weren't they? Like American mm. Pie Three or I've something. I've blocked else. those movies yeah. out. 
I remember thinking at the time when American Pie came out, and you know, there's that where they creep on that girl and she's getting changed. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, that's fine. And I remember thinking about how traumatic that would be. Like saying it to people at school, like, that would be horrible. And people were like, oh, don't be a spell spot, Robin. And, and I just kept quiet for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now people are like, oh, yeah, that film was horrendous. Yeah. But at the time, people. The, the mean, raunchy team literally fucked a pie in one of them. How did people ever think these were good yeah. I mean, yeah, that is true. But like that particular bit where like she's getting changed and she gets spied on. Is, yeah, is I'm sure really there are horrible. like several weird things like oh, I that. Bet there are. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever I watched? I don't remember. That one. Revenge of the Nerds. <gasps> Someone gets I've raped. Oh well, yeah, like, it, it's like it's not framed as a rape, but no. it's definitely a rape. Yeah. yeah, I've I've heard a lot. Of, like you, it comes up when you read about like raunchy teen comedies awful. that are just yeah, really bad. Really horrible yeah. Stuff. yeah. Um, Plus, yeah. Stifler drinks jizz out that cup. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I do not remember. Really, to be fair. Um, so yeah, so there's a secret cinema, and then next to it was like a, a bar restaurant type thing. I mean, it says restaurant, but. Mm. Um, it was quite informal. Um, it had bottles of whiskey and other spirits behind a bar. There were some tables and chairs and a pressure cooker for making couscous. So I would say restaurant is a bit steep unless unless it really just made couscous. In Paris. Um, yeah. Fine, <laughs> yeah, fine exactly, dining. Yeah. Capital of the planet. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there was a professionally installed electricity si- system. Um, and at least three phone lines down there. And I was like, oh, if, if it was a modern day, people would just take the mobiles down there. But then I realized that it, w- it was 18 meters underground. Concrete. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not going to get a signal. Um, so, yeah. So they literally called, like, the police called in, like, the bomb squad, sniffer dogs, army, security, anti-terrorist people, serious crimes unit. Um, they were kind of worried about what it was because um, it was all over, like, national TV news. Uh, no one knew what it was. But they were kind of worried because... there were like weird stuff on the wall so like there's like there was like a swastika on the ceiling um which which obviously everyone thought this is really troubling Mm -hmm. but then also stars of david and like other religious symbols so it was i don't know so three days later the police came back with um experts from like the french electricity board Mm -hmm. um because they wanted to know where the power was coming from um and the phone and the electricity lines had been cut and there was a note lying in the middle of the floor that said, do not try to find us. Or in French, whatever that mm. is. Um, do not try to, to find, find us. us. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, yeah, so everyone was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, insane. <laughs> um, but then a few days later, more details came out um, because... Um, a guy kind of went on the record like journalists were trying to find out who it was and mm-hmm. there were like a few little whispers of stuff going on like um there was this one like um uh, i think they call it urban exploring or something mm. it's called it's ux anyway um and there was like one ux photographer and and it's oh so it's like going to places that have been, been abandoned and taking pictures of them yeah yeah um, There's quite and, a lot of that in Leeds, you know. Yeah, There's loads there is, of places yeah. in Leeds. I watched loads of YouTube videos actually. Like, People yeah. in the Hyde Park and, and the I'm bunkers. like, oh, I wonder what's inside the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Probably so. our offices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's too close to the, <laughs> to the truth. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, I think I think basically they got they got to the real group of people by. You alright? I was just scratching my finger with oh, one no, hand. <laughs> I thought you like, both looked at each other like. I looked at yeah. Rick like, what the fuck are you doing with your finger? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they got to this group 
um, through, they reckon through, one of, well, I reckon through one of these photographers, mm-hmm. like who knows people. Um, anyway, the group was called La Mexicaine de la Perforation. I mean that. The Mexican perforation. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh. The per- perforating Mexicans, I think, basically. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah we turned down down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the Mexican thing comes from. Probably should have looked that up, but mm-hmm. did not. Um, actually, to be fair, like, there's really not that much out there about them. Um, so I could have, like, I did as much research as I could about the group. Mm-hmm. They have they have sort of a web page, but there's not very much on there, and it looks really out of date. Um, so, yeah, so there's not that much there. Uh, but basically, they were like urban explorers, um, and their mission, they said, was to reclaim and transform disused sp- city spaces for the creation of zones of expression for free and independent art, which is quite nice. That is quite yeah. nice. I would say, like, the blockbusters films that they had wouldn't necessarily be independent art. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you know, maybe not the swastikas off. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, it's the same definitely. place where Nazis and Jews could be friends together at last. Maybe, so, yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, I, I rolled my eyes then, but obviously yeah. the listeners can't yeah, hear that. Yeah. There should be like a special noise for an eye roll whenever like we squatch. eye roll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Um, Never do that again. No. Jada can find an eye roll. <laughs> yeah, she. I think she could just bleep that whole. Yeah, mess. probably for the um, best. Yeah. Um. So there was. They reckon at, at most fifteen people. So it's not that many people. Mm-hmm. But their their ages range from nineteen to forty two, um, and they've got Ooh. all sorts of professions. So like nurse, window dresser, mason, which would be handy, yes. um, film director. So I guess he was the one with the or she was the, the one films. with the cinema screen. Yeah, um, yeah. So apparently the the police didn't just stumble upon it, which mm-hmm. was quite interesting, because that's how well it was hidden. Um, they they only looked down the drain because they got a tip off from a member a former member with a grudge or like a current member with a grudge so oh. like someone grasped on them which is just like oh don't Seems be a, a dick shame, yeah. like <laughs> they're just watching films in the little weird dungeon <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so obviously as you can imagine uh building the subterranean cinema um was a bit of a challenge it took 18 months to complete in total, which again is why it's, it's harsh that they got grassed on because it wasn't mm-hmm. just like they took some camping chairs down there. They like fully kit it out. <laughs> um, they reckon, like, oh, I don't know why I keep saying they reckon. Hmm. It's I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Um, a lot of the hard work they did over um, just three or four weekends. Oh, okay. um, so they had to do stuff like shift big piles of rubble um, and shore up some of the walls because mm-hmm. I guess maybe it wasn't, there's some places where they worried that it, maybe it wasn't structurally sound. Um, yeah, so this one this one guy, um, the, so the spokesman of the group, who's the only one who has ever allowed himself to be named, mm-hmm. is called uh, Lazar Kunstmann. So I'm guessing... Well, the, that means Artman in German, doesn't it? Does it? Is it does K-U-N? S-T. That's yeah. Kunst, yeah. That means Maybe that's that. not his real name. Oh, that's going to... That's not his real name. Laser a dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good, good point. Um, he said, quote, The biggest hassle was that everything, tables, chairs, bar, projector, screen, the lot, had to fit through a 30 centimetre by 40 centimetre hole on the surface. So it was basically mm-hmm. a manhole that they had to get everything through. Um, he says, quote, we will always be a step ahead. And what, in the end, are we guilty of? With that cinema, we should be rewarded for restoring and preserving France's underground heritage. Those caves were in a terrible state. 
end quote. Hmm. And I think like the hmm. part of their like ethos of it was to like when they left to leave it in a better condition than they found it. Yeah, which is quite sweet. Enough. Um, yeah, so this one of these guys who was one of these uh, UX photographers, Patrick Olk, um, said that um, he know like it being found out was a shame, but it wasn't mm-hmm. the end of the world. And he knows of at least uh, a dozen more where that came from, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Quote: You guys have no idea what's down there." End quote. That's fascinating, that's isn't cool. it? Disturbing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's just like miles and miles of, like, you know, providing they uh, can find space. a way into these spaces. Yeah. Like, yeah, in theory, like, they must just, it must be just like a bunch of people that just go through any old manhole until they find a good Somewhat space. Cool, yeah. yeah. Which is, that is cool. crazy. Yeah. So, there you go. So, that's one of my favorites I've ever That done, is actually. a good one, actually. Yeah. I quite like that. It, I mean, it's harmless, I guess, but just being like so obsessed with wanting to watch some movies around some corpses. Like, what's the deal? Oh, the corpses aren't in that yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's the appeal of it, isn't it? Like, I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's just like having that completely private space that's yeah. not se- that's yes. secret and not known by anyone. It's like all like there's like low there's loads more of the underground in London than yeah. you yeah. can actually yeah. be on. Like all those hidden stations and all the secret stations. Mm. They're all inherently intriguing because yeah. they're like underground. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like the postal tube network as well, yeah. which is like it's like they've they closed put, that now. Yeah, they? it's yeah. closed. Yeah, but that, there's all that network. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's fascinating. So I do wonder, like, what's going on now? Like, I didn't go any further as to find out whether anything else had been found mm. recently because I thought that one was so fascinating. But um, yeah, wonder I'd where they're it. all watching films now. Yeah, probably around that. Cinema guys. Yeah, 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 that's true. Just Um, subscribe to Netflix and they're done with it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. Um, So, that was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was all right. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hmm. Let's say yours then. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, but I don't think mine's as good as that. I enjoyed that. Oh, um, so mine is the Great Mass Walker. 
Oh, yeah. I know the great bit. He's not that great. Okay. Um, but you would appreciate me calling him great, I think. It's so, nice to sell the story a little bit as well, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, on New Year's Day in 1908, oh, yeah. in London, England. Mm-hmm. So, I've wrote, Heard of it. Yeah, it's rare for me that mine actually take place in England, but this yes. is an English one. Nice. Um, a man had um, called a... London's journalist had gathered because a man was giving a press conference. Mm. The man showed up. Uh, and he was in regular Edwardian attire, apart from his head. Uh, and on his head, he was wearing like a knight's metal helmet and visor, completely nice. shut down, so you couldn't see any of his Whoa. head. By the way, so many things flashed into my head as you were saying that, and I didn't want to interrupt you because I thought I would ruin the story. But if he's got like a little like, cap with like a spinner was, I was on it, like um, a Mr. Blobby. Head. Yeah, <laughs> and this is how Mr. Blobby was invented. <laughs> yeah, you know he's got um. Like with the pointy beak that raises upwards, oh, that you, yes. you know, like, like really old yeah. school that you can imagine. Um, yeah, so he has a, a full, like iron or steel helmet on. Yeah. Are you going to ask a question then? No, I was just, just in shock. I was yawning, but Jada cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the man in the, this iron helmet, um, and he had a, a pram as well, oh. or a perambulator as they used to call them, and one Wait. that was considered an antique. They used to call them a perambulator. Perambulator, yeah. They're not called I mean, prams. They're just still the what they're perambulators, just but we just them call them it. prams. Yeah. What? That's the first I've heard. Um, of that. So he announced to journalists that um, the previous year he had made a wager with a wealthy American friend of his, um, who had said to him that no Englishman would be able to walk around the world wearing a mask and pushing a perambulator. So why are the parameters so specific? They get more specific. (laughs) So um, he accepted this challenge. Um, Was was there anything? These are the stakes. So um, (laughs) if he managed to do it, um, he would have received a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And I always do this every episode. A hundred thousand dollars, which in pound sterling in nineteen oh eight was only twenty one thousand pounds. That was the strength of the pound. Um, but in modern day currency is 2.5 million pounds. So if he managed to do it, he would have got 2.5 million pounds. It's not even like he could have come up with like anything. He could have been like, oh, walk around the world with a kind of coke balanced on your head. Yeah. It's wear a mask. Specifically this. Um, So what is that? It's like 21 is nearly two points. It's like almost a hundred times the amount of money is. Um, If if he would have lost the bet, he would have had to pay 5,000 pounds okay. to his american friend um also as part of the wager um there are a number of things he couldn't be seen in public without the mask right um he had to start off penniless oh, with no no resources whatsoever <laughs> um and also he had to find a wife <laughs> on what? his travels aged 25 to 30 who had a keen interest in music <laughs> This is one of those like bets where like if someone actually made it, you'd just be like, no. No. Exactly. Asking too much. The the mass walker, however, happily he was insulted that an American would say an Englishman couldn't do this. So yeah, on New Year's Day, nineteen oh eight. He formally accepted the bet and started walking around the world. Just, just, I mean, it might be somewhere in your notes, but was there any basis for any of this stuff? Well, like, just a drunken bet, is it? Just, I guess. Yeah, so, so just some drunken bullshit. Like, 
all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like a mask on, and then you got to be pushing that pram. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, like wait, it, let me. Is that your American accent? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> that was a drunk. No. Oh right, so, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, he just set off and started going around. All right. Um, with him, he had um, the American had hired a minder to make sure oh, that he yeah. obeyed the, r- the rules. But so this American's rich, then, isn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, he's just throwing up a um, hundred thousand dollars, yeah, just for a laugh. For a laugh, he's probably dared like fifty men to do this and just won five. Yeah, he's just winning off. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, also, a caravan did follow him around so that he would have a place to stay. So, oh, so nice. yeah, it wasn't oh, like, okay. oh, I'd be out on the street. Um, that makes a lot more sense, actually, now with the no money thing. Because you are, it's like one thing trying to transport yourself around, but quite another, like, trying to find somewhere to stay. Yeah. How does he home. eat? Uh, so, like, the mask does have a visor on it, but he's not allowed to be seen. He's no, facing the with to be seen no public. money. Just <laughs> oh, right. So, he was allowed to make money on the way, on okay. the road, okay. but only via one means, which was selling postcards out of his pram. And we know, oh we know that this happened because there are postcards They're from various ball. postmarks signed by um. the masked, um, the masked walker um, to various people. Our uh, people sent them from, you know, from Brighton. Oh, I saw the masked walker today. Bought one of these postcards. Oh, you know, hope all is well. Um, oh. Do we so, think he was like flogging loads, or was it like well, days he, before he could eat for the first time? He said that um, he was making quite a lot because he got arrested on like his second day because oh, he was. Um, hang on, wait—is this later on in my story? Let me just check. Oh yeah, he was arrested like on the second day of the walk for um, selling cards without a license, uh, uh, selling postcards without a license. I think in them days that they would get you. Yeah, but um, he. Told him about the bet, stuck to ah. the bet, was allowed to wear his mask in court as per parameters oh. of the bet. Oh, that's um, adorable. And I think he was basically let off and they were just like, right, fair enough, you should warn us next time if you're going to do something oh. like this. People were good, were they, in those days to white men? Yeah, um, <laughs> and they, they let him off and he just continued on his way. Um, and also at one point, because he, he had an antique pram, it broke, so Uh-oh. he then had to buy a new pram with oh. some of his... He's Shit. walking money. Did he? Did it say whether it was a silver cross pram? Because um, my the, hometown used to be the silver cross pram factory, but then it closed. Oh, maybe not because it was all down south. So it was the best make of pram. Maybe that's the new <laughs> one he bought. There, maybe that. he yeah, upgraded. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, just everyone loved him. Like every single town he went to, local newspapers remember those. Uh, interviewed him. Mm. Um, and said that he was clearly quite a charming, charismatic man and probably from a high stake, you know, yeah. high stake in life. Yeah. Um, and very early on, he said that he'd found a woman whom he intended to be his wife uh, who had joined them and would stay in the caravan with him. Oh, yeah. So he was quickly ticking things off. Yeah, nice. Um, a bit of a risk, though, getting the wife really early on. Early on, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've got to go all the way around the yeah. world. He said that, um, so... Yeah, he when he was indoors, if he wasn't out walking, say if he had to sit down or go for a meal or something, he would wear a silk replica of the helmet. So yes. it was the same shit helmet, but lighter, so it wouldn't just really crush regretted. his head. Yeah. yeah, I bet he regretted the helmet straight away. Like when he, you know, when it said you can wear a mask, and he was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna wear this helmet. I'm gonna be all yeah, yeah. And then no, too I bet much. He was like, oh shit, it's actually. Really um, so yeah, he set off obviously the first of January, um, and 
he was talking, he's been talking to journalists, and in June he said he was getting ready to head north. He'd been around Brighton and all the south. Oh. He's like, I'm about to head Wait. up north. Well, he's walking, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but and he's stopping for Where various did he start press. Off? Well, London, I guess. Hmm, so he hasn't really. Got yeah, it's kind of weird. Like he walked around a lot of towns, like from town to Ooh, town. So it's yeah, not at all. Oh, but basically, no. uh, yeah, come June, he said he was going to head up north to Leeds. Um, and he said he was in good spirits and he felt well, but he was worried about what would happen when he got to China because there was some... Poli- He's thinking a bit far ahead. Uh, yeah, so definitely. He's in Leeds. Leeds, then China. China. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff kicking off at China at that point. Okay. Anyway, um, he's last spotted, or there's a last actual recorded detail of him in July that year mm. in Hertfordshire. Um, oh. So people were trying to figure out who, it was for ages, who he was for ages and people have run various stories on him in tabloids and there's a guy who runs a website whose name i should have wrote down but didn't who claims to be the grandson of this guy um and he claims that he was an adventurer and rake by the name of harry bensley Mm. um and one story one version of the story says that he actually made it to australia um america and italy uh, by 1914 Uh, but then the first world war was declared and his american let him off the hook Right. Um, so that he could enlist and fight. Makes makes sense. Which is yeah, fair that's, enough. You go. That's very gentlemanly. Wars on. We probably shouldn't yeah. be dicking around too yeah. much. Also, he's probably getting a bit worried that he, he was getting close to maybe having to pay. Like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like oh yeah, no, okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but none of that's recorded. Like, there's no records of the Americans mentioning him, all the Australians, all the Italians. Right. There's not even records of anyone in the North mentioning him. Mm. Um, so it looks like, but it's not confirmed, that he probably just gave up in June that year in Ipswich. That yeah. was the last thing he sent out. Um, so there's like rumours about whether he was not, if he was a real person or not. Okay. Uh, oh, you know, whether it was a real, like, bet and a real highfalutin lord. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it turns out there was really a, a man called Harry Bensley, but he wasn't to the manor born. He was like a low-class working class dude yes. um, who was born he, he worked as a labourer in his youth like a bricklayer um, and like he had a, a largely quiet youth he was accused of burning down a barn but then was let off on grounds of that he had, his father had outstanding character and wouldn't raise his son that way oh yeah um, okay, and all that um, but as he was growing up he decided that he was bored of being a country bumpkin um, and in 1902 he moved to London to become a con man ah oh, brilliant mm. yep um, where he, he, his routine was that he would say he was an earl who lived in Ipswich uh, in Norfolk oh, yeah. who was out of money and just down on some looking waiting for some payments to come through that's us um, right now yeah and he would <laughs> he would convince um, other gentlemen of leisure and wealth to yeah. like loan him money because some oh, payments perfect. were that's perfect that's what we need to do yeah and um, he found a wife oh. <laughs> um, he married a woman telling her the same the same shtick that he oh, was actually no. a wealthy oh. God, wealthy yeah, yeah. Um, anyway the coppers get on to him because these two lords that he he, he must have conned a bunch of people but two lords in particular aren't embarrassed and go oh, and tell yeah. go and tell the 5-0 yeah um, anyway <laughs> they're like we're gonna go and arrest him because he's yeah. lying to people and defrauding people so he moves to South Africa oh uh, oh wow. yeah okay. and he's out there for a while pulls some more cons uh, he takes his wife with him to South oh, Africa she okay. sticks with him is she so she knows at this point what the situation is? I think so, or maybe she doesn't. It's hard to no. tell. Like she's loyal to him, but also mm. she's a bit of like, f- like justifiably yeah. a prick to him. Yeah. Um, because 
he's arrested and extradited back to the UK. Mm. Um, and when he's back there, um, oh, wait, I forgot about this bit. Sorry. <laughs> when, before he moved to London, yeah. he had a family and kids and a wife <gasps> oh, and everything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, I forgot, like a, I forgot like about that. Thing. Yeah. A significant. Yeah. yeah, it's like a big thing. Like he just had a wife and kids oh, and then was like, yeah. I'm moving to London, I'm sick of this. Oh. Yeah, so anyway, he takes his new wife, Lillian, to South Africa, gets arrested and comes back. Um, where during the course of the trial, she finds his old marriage certificate and she oh was like, God. what is this? Yeah. Um, and he claimed that it's just like a bit of a joke. Like, oh, you know, it's like no. a joke wedding I had we with some other woman. We all have a joke wedding certificate. <laughs> um, no, I've got tons back home. So um, I don't know where, like she does stay with him. Like she bollocks oh. him, but she stays with him. Um, and he's sentenced to four years penal services. So he just like, okay. you Make know, he's did, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's when when he was in prison um, or when he was working that he came up with the great masked man hoax to try and make money. Um, in his mind, there was actually a German uh, criminal who he'd confided all his secrets in. Right. Um, and yeah, basically, when he was arrested for illegally selling postcards, he lied about who he was um, to get away with not having to reveal that it was Harry. Harry Bensley, because okay. they would have been like, we've then arrested they you for forgery. Yeah. yeah, he just gave a he fucking just, different name. Use a different name and it's um, like And the way he was really making money, presumably he was selling some postcards, but what yeah. he was doing is when he was going about and meeting like wealthy people who wanted to have their likeness taken with him or whatever they oh, were doing, yeah. he would say to them, if you invest five grand in, in me, I'll give you a larger amount of the... I'll give you uh, return it. I'll give you a share of the prize money. Some of the prize money, yeah. Yeah, so we were selling parts of the investment off at five grand a pop. Wow. Anyway, yeah, he started walking around and he was genuinely doing it and seemed to be doing all right, doing a bit of con. But yeah, then he just he just absolutely, he just gave up and Maybe got bored. Maybe it just wasn't working that well for him. Yeah. yeah. And basically, it seems like he just faded into obscurity. There are records of him um, going, like participating in both world wars in various oh, right. capacities of working in a munitions factory in the second mm-hmm. one i think and doing something as part of the first um but basically he lived with his wife lillian the mm-hmm. one who the second his wife. second wife yeah. um <laughs> of two that he had at the same time not <laughs> yeah. one not his subsequent <laughs> wife yeah, yeah. The one, um, the one he bigamied with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and he, like, they lived basically happily ever after, and he became, oh. like, an honest, reformed man. And he died age 79 in 1956. Oh, wow. Yeah, he oh. just became, like, a nice guy. That's funny, isn't it? That he just decided to, to just get his act together. She was like, we can't do this mass man routine forever, love. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, like, maybe Where's he'd, the pension, like, you know? worked out a way of getting a better job. Like, you know, like, let's say he was in the factory and then actually maybe he got made a foreman of the factory. Mm. And actually, like, he could have, he could have, like, been like, oh, actually, this is an easier life yeah. than even well, working yeah. in the factory than... I think than certainly after, like, the cons. wars happened. Yeah. And he probably had probably a trade like, again. Oh, bloody yeah. Hell. yeah. Especially if he had a second bunch of kids as well, he had to... Look yeah, second yeah. bunch. Uh, but that that story was in the Fourteen Times, and it was written by Jan Bonderson. Oh, um, that's, good. that's where I basically got all of it from. It was, it was much longer. I had a lot more detail about these various nice. bigamies. Ah, oh, so we can. So if anyone wants, if to you read want it, to look it up, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. various. Oh, sorry, it's the same bigamy, but okay. there's lots. Oh, yeah. of, there's more ins and outs than I had time to write down yesterday. Okay, yeah, nice. That was there. Good we go. Yeah, like I think we did like not long ones then as well. So that's. Yeah, they were long. Yeah. Both quite cheery. No yeah. one got hurt. Yeah. Crimes were committed, but only well, in the eyes of the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant to say, actually, on mine, that um, 
they they really struggled to have something to like arrest them all for and i think they mm. were going after them for like stealing electricity but they couldn't work out where where on the grid that they stole the electricity from yeah. so they couldn't really do anything about he it he pointed to the pot of electricity and was like the level the mark is the same <laughs> yeah it's like oh we just filled it with a bit of water or something oh i know what my correction was i didn't do it from from last week's episode um i meant to look up the name of the people who the the british version of your story so just just to say it but i didn't do it you know when I, you know mm. when you were saying you know last week when you were saying that you had the, the your story was the women stealing from the stealing the, the brazier brigade yeah. yeah last week yeah. it was last night it was actually last for the listeners it's different for the listeners yeah. it was last week um and yeah and i i said there's a british version my correction mm. was gonna be no it wasn't really a correction it was just what they called the booby it bandits. was gonna be yeah <laughs> i was gonna look it up so that I could say what it was, but mm. um, I didn't look it up. So this whole thing was pointless. Uh, yep. Thanks for that. Yeah. Tyrone. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want Do you want to do corrections, Abigail? Do you need a, another minute, and I'll do. I could do thank um, yous. Well, there are only a few, so I'll do them now. Okay. Um, you knew this anyway, but to confirm, there are about six million people's remains in the Paris catacombs. They were moved there nightly in wagons from 1786. Oh, nightly. White chicks did come out in 2004. So oh, right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Pretending that you don't love white chicks. Yeah. I got the Wayne's Brothers tattooed across my back. <laughs> oh. Not the new good one, the two old shit ones. <laughs> yeah. There's like a third younger one now oh, who you really? will recognise who's good. Okay. No, he's not one of those. I'll look that up. He's not Damon Wayans or Marlon Wayans. You know too much about the Wayans. Uh, yeah, suddenly I realise, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, the Ring came out in 2002 though, so... They could have watched it. They, they yeah. could have done but a bit Because I don't know what else they would have been watching in 2004 that would have been classified as a thriller. Like maybe Saw or Wild Things 2. Don't know. Uh, hmm. yeah. okay, I'd sit fine. down in like some... Parisian tunnel and watch Saw though. Oh god, I wouldn't. I love only the first one because like I don't. I've got taste, but but can you imagine all that screaming and agony like like ricocheting? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. No, like, no. Um, and Harry Bensley, is that how you pronounce it? Or Bensley. Is it Bensley? Uh, B, I can just check. I, know ben, I would Bensley say Bensley. 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 Either way, his supposed great great grandson is named Ken McNaughton. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. What? Yeah. I mean, it is. I don't dope. remember that being part of the story. Oh, he's, I, said, I mentioned that he, he, someone claimed that he was his grandfather was writing a blog about him, but he may oh, be mistaken. Oh, great, 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 great. Yeah. Okay, nice one. Yeah. So oh, that's that all. wasn't too bad. I think we're actually getting better at this. Eventually, yeah. Abigail will just be able to listen and not have to do anything. Mm-hmm. But probably... So good. These were short episodes, though, to be fair. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. This is, I think this is a standard that we need to maintain, shortish episodes. Yes. So that people can bear it. <laughs> anyway, um, so the listeners, not me. I can't yeah, bear it. No, Never. It's, it's been established that you can't bear it. <laughs> um, thanks to producer Jada. Thank you for all her hard work. Um, thanks to Annika Vadical, who we're constantly confusing about whether we've got pictures for the for each week, and we always have pictures, and we mm-hmm. never give her them on time. No, nope. so she always like gives the pictures, and we, mm-hmm. we she's don't. not uh, once like fuck off, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, she Which hasn't. She's been incredibly yeah. patient. I've never known yeah. anything like it. Um, 
and that is it it's only two thank yous oh and thank you to you the listeners there for listening are. um we are actually i looked at the stats that today. might be only two thank yous as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> i looked at the stats today and we are actually every week we're getting more and more listeners so people are like definitely hearing about us and like maybe telling their friends or i don't know where no one will promote us anywhere so i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know where they're hearing about us from but um great Good. do more yeah. of that please um, and if you could subscribe to the Patreon, that would be nice because we are, we have as of today got £10 in the Overtake bank account. Um, oh, we're we just are, telling people that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. we are owed a lot of money, so which we yeah. will be getting. Um, so, I mean, if people pay the invoices that we've given to them, then we'll be getting that money. Yes. Um, I feel very confident. But yeah, that is the dire situation at the moment at the Overtake. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried, Rick? No, not really. I told you, you guys. He paid us today, so I might yeah. not, come, might not come back. <laughs> no, I, well, as we established, I can pay everyone next month, but just probably not the month after that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're not lying when we say that we really desperate for that Patreon money. Um, thanks very much. Um, that's it, isn't it? That, yeah. yeah, we thanked them all. Okay, great. Podcast over. Bye. Bye. I might sign off with cheers, lads. Oh, yeah, that's good. Quite a lucky, isn't it? All right, lads. Cheers. Cheers. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.